Creativity is experimenting, growing, taking risks, breaking rules, making mistakes, and having fun. Mary Lou Cook For episode 10 of Brewing Up Creativity and the first episode of 2021, we have Melissa. Melissa is a small business and personal brand photographer who is fueled by helping entrepreneurial women document their journeys through authentic, bold, and individualized photo stories. There's also a cup or two of coffee in there, which we love. Her approach to brand photography is about highlighting the you and your brand. She's not about overly posed photos. And her sessions feel more like a chill coffee hang than a nerve-wracking business necessity. Melissa is a passionate about helping women feel empowered in their brand photos and believes your brand and business should be celebrated often. Outside of photography, Melissa loves traveling, hiking, snowboarding, trying new brunch restaurants, and of course, drinking coffee. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to have you on as the first guest for Brewing Up Creativity for 2021. It's so exciting. Thank you so much. This is like the best way to start the year and I'm so honored I'm your first guest. (laughs) Well, I'm just honored to have you on because obviously I consider you my brand photographer and a really good friend. So this is really exciting and I just can't wait to get started. Thank you so much. I feel the same about you and you know you are my go-to branding person. So... (laughs) I'm so glad. So obviously, there's a lot of questions that I kind of want to ask you. But at the same time, I guess I kind of just want to start off asking, like, how did you get into photography and brand photography? Yeah, so I feel like this is, I'm sure everyone says this, but just like a long story with a bunch of like scattered little pieces that kind of eventually came together to lead to the first iteration of my photography business. So kind of starting like many, many years ago at the beginning, Uh, photography was a huge hobby of mine growing up. And in grade 12, I was kind of like toying with the idea of doing it as a career. So at the time, my parents had bought me my first DSLR and I was kind of like learning how to use that. And I had taken a couple of photography classes in high school. So this time I was kind of like really wondering if this is something I could do as a career. So I had applied to a few different uh, media programs for school And I ended up at the University of Guelph Humber for media studies. And I loved my program and I felt lucky for it because it had four different majors, one of which was photography, Um, but I didn't have to like declare my major until my third year. So I had some time to like experiment to figure out what I wanted to do. So in my first year, I had a photography course and I was loving it. At this time, I kind of still thought like I might end up going the photography route. But then when my third year was approaching, something just like was not clicking for me photography wise. (laughs) So I ended up choosing public relations, which at the time I was also passionate about. And I just continued photography as a hobby for myself and was like totally content with that. And then like fast forward many years to 2017, the pieces kind of like started coming together for me again for photography. So my husband and I were cat sitting for our friend while he was on vacation. And this cat was like super cute and photogenic. So I was taking like a bunch of photos (laughs) of this cat and then it was like sending them to my friend while he was away with his family. Uh, And he must have like showed a couple of these photos to his sister because like a few months later, she ended up asking me if I would do cake smash photos for her son's first birthday. 
So of course I said yes, but I was kind of just thinking of this as like a favor to a friend and something like fun to do. But like the day approached and I like did this session and I totally loved it. I had so much fun. And I remember editing the photos and kind of being like, wow, like maybe this is something like I could do. And like, maybe there's something here for me. And like around this time in 2017, I was very like feeling very creatively restless. I worked full time in a creative field, but I really felt at this time that I needed something that was my own and that I could create for myself. And I think it was kind of like starting to figure things out a bit. And the cake smash shoot like really got the wheels turning in my head. But I was also dealing with like a lot of imposter syndrome, uh, which I'm sure like so many creative people can relate to. Right. And I was kind of thinking like, can I take the photography skills I have and like make a business out of them? Like, should I be learning more? Am I even qualified to do this? Like, I didn't even end up formally studying photography. So it's kind of like dealing with a bit of that. And I decided to just like talk to a whole bunch of other people who were doing similar things. And I had an elementary school classmate who was blogging and running her own social media business at that time. So I reached out to her to ask her what it was like working for herself in these creative fields and how she just kind of like went out there and did and had the courage to do this. And I told her about this creative restlessness I was experiencing and how I really wanted to start a business, but I I wasn't quite sure what it could be. And she said, what about photography? I saw those cake smash photos you did and they were great. And like, I think that was the final push that I needed to convince me that this was something I could do. Sometimes you just need to hear something like this from someone who's like not in your immediate circle. And I felt validated in what I was kind of already thinking after that cake smash session. I'm one of those people who just like, as soon as an idea pops into my head, I like have to do it. So within, oh, me too, girl. Yeah. (laughs) It's like such like a frantic thing, right? It is. So yeah, within like two weeks of me having that conversation with her, I had like everything, a name, a website, an Instagram page. I was like scheduling free photo shoots for people so I could get like a portfolio together. And I launched for the first time in January of 2018 as In Your Wild Photography. I remember you coming to me then for like a rebrand, like, and it was in 2020. And it's, we were talking about 2020 in the past, but it's crazy how we go through like different phases of exploring our career choices and our hobbies. And it goes from a hobby to a career. But like the other thing that I wanted to even just bring up, I know that you're, you know, you're probably still in the midst of describing what it is that like you do and how you got into it. But like, there was such a good keyword that you used. And I don't know if you did this on purpose, but creative restlessness. And I've never even heard this term before. But the more you spoke about it, and the more you talked about it, I was thinking, wow, like, I feel like everybody endures this feeling and goes through it. But I didn't even think there was a term for it, but there realistically is. So it's really interesting that throughout your whole journey from studying and not really majoring in it, but then doing a cake smash for, well, you know, the the shots of the cat and then the cake smash (laughs) random, but it led in from one thing to another. And that's so interesting to me. And then at the same time, you went through highs and lows. And that's really important because whenever somebody starts off into any creative field it's not just you know you know easy right so it's it's nice that your story really brings about the fact that things aren't perfect and I love how you're about to touch on the fact that your business used to be called something else and now it's something completely different so that was something I also 
brought up too. Yeah. I think like in creative fields, like you're, no one's journey is linear. You know what I mean? And there are things sometimes that just happen to piece themselves together as you just explore more about yourself and your craft and you like learn new skills. And sometimes we want to do things, but like inside we know it's not the right time. And that doesn't mean we're like abandoning that idea or we're like not fulfilling our dreams. It's just that it's, it's not the right time right now, but it could be the right time later. Yeah. And it's so important to kind of listen to your intuition and your gut as well when it comes down to that. And I feel like if it had gone any different for you, you wouldn't even be where you are today. And oh, and another thing that I want to mention, sorry, I completely forgot was that you actually (laughs) had reached out to somebody before you started because you wanted to learn more about what the world was like of running your own business and working for yourself. And that's something I wish I did before I got started. I didn't talk to really anybody else. I remember I interned for a graphic designer and illustrator in Oakville, ironically. And I never asked her, you know, when I was in that phase, I was in university and I never asked her questions that I felt like I should have. Like, what's it like running a small business? What's it like working for yourself? What's it like hiring an intern? And I didn't ask those questions. So it's really good that you asked that person that you, that you knew not close, which is another thing that you mentioned that you two were kind of, you know, acquaintances, but you know, you, you knew each other that you reached out for that advice because a lot of people are or, you know, let's be real, we can be shy and we don't want to ask questions and and seem, you know, stupid. (laughs) Totally. And even for me, sometimes I'm like, does someone think that I'm like encroaching on their space when I'm asking questions? But like, I think that there's room for everyone at the table. And like, we just do better when we can learn from each other. And I think because I had like grown up with this person. And now that like, her and I had that conversation, we have like reconnected. And she's a very good friend of mine, which is like, great so like it oh, I love that yeah it just like worked out well on like two different planes which was awesome but yeah I think like reaching out to someone you kind of know and like you know are like comfortable with but again it's not like necessarily in your immediate circle and is kind of like removed and can give you like objective advice is kind of like a comforting way to go about asking those questions and I love how you two are close right now because I feel like us creative entrepreneurs really do get along in some aspect. Yeah, There's always something <laughs> we can relate on. There's always something that we've gone through together at some point. So that was a really good thing that you mentioned as well because I know I was that shy. Absolutely. That shy, young, entrep- aspiring entrepreneur. So that was um, yeah. <laughs> a really good piece of advice. And you know, it does kind of lead me into the next question because you started off doing Cake Smash and offering work for free to build your portfolio. So how and when did you decide to specialize in small business brand photography for women? Yeah. So when I first launched, I was just kind of doing any session I could get, (laughs) to be honest. Um, I was doing family sessions, couples, engagements, brand sessions. I did like two weddings, which is so stressful. Wedding photographers are just on a whole other level. (laughs) Imagine. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot. So I loved all the sessions at the time and I have been blessed with like amazing clients and I've always had so much fun during my sessions with my clients. So I was like content doing anything and everything. And then at the start of last year, 2020, I actually took a break from my photography business because I was focusing on a course that I was actually doing for my full-time job. And during this break, I was thinking a lot about like where I wanted to go with my photography next. So some photographers do not specialize in a certain type of photography. 
Some do just continue doing everything, but I was just craving like that structure and consistency. And I was thinking back on my past sessions and what I like truly loved. I kept going back to my branding sessions and my branding clients. And it honestly just was kind of like obvious to me, like, of course, this is what I want to do. It just seemed like, why didn't I think of this before? (laughs) Um, Brand sessions were, yeah, just always the ones that seemed to stick out for me. They were the ones I would feel most inspired after. Uh, I loved hearing about entrepreneurs' businesses and brands and their visions and goals. And I felt like those sessions were also the ones I could really like stretch my creative muscles as well. And as for the focus on women, I've just always been passionate about women supporting women. I think we go farther when we work together and lift each other up. And I wanted like a specific platform to be able to do that. And I'm like so lucky because I've worked with incredible, smart, funny, creative women. And it's just a very rewarding you know, type of work. So yeah, and then in August, I relaunched a small business and personal brand photography for women, all things to you and you just understanding my vision and helping me so much with my my branding and, and my, you know, new face to my business. So yeah, it's still like new, the the like strictly branding photography, but it's been really great so far. I wish I knew this before, you know, like I, I remember you briefly mentioned when you reached out that you were rebranding and kind of niching down a bit more and specializing in brand photography. But I didn't know that you took a, a break. Yeah. And, you know, put a lot more focus on your your career within your company versus on your own. So that was that was really cool to learn. I didn't know that. And obviously, like that was so much fun working on. I actually don't think I've ever had I mean I have, but it was like so much fun working with you on your branding in particular because your mission just really spoke to me like women empowering and supporting other other women. And so it was a lot of fun to kind of bring out this bold, authentic, feminine side that I don't normally get to play with. Because a lot of times I find some entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs are scared to show that side of female empowerment, meaning like playing with those pinks. And we're seeing it a lot more, which makes me so, so happy. And it also touches on the fact that that inspires me as well, because you you said that when you are working with women and you get to talk to them and discuss their journeys as an entrepreneur and their business, like we did during our shoot, it is inspiring. And so like being able to even work with other female entrepreneurs and discuss the fact that your business is centered in your ideal client is female, like that was inspiring for me as well. So I think that's why I had so much fun working on that project with you too. So like on the topic of branding, we we both know and we've talked about how important branding is and staying consistent and showing up and being your true self. That's your whole mission. That's your goal. You want us to show up as ourselves. And that's why you you mentioned that your sessions aren't, you know, to capture the most perfect pose but it's to capture you in your element so on that note how important do you find photography in relation to branding yeah there are like many reasons photography is important in your brand but I think it really comes down to two main things uh, which are connection and consistency first photography brings a more intimate and personal element to your business or brand I think as business owners sometimes we can kind of like glaze over this part of it and kind of think like my clients would rather see my work than photos of me but the opposite is actually true and like brand photography is not strictly photos of you or strictly photos of your product it's a nice like relationship of the two but your clients want to get to know the person behind the business like we're programmed to crave connection and we want to learn about the things that make 
everyone around us human. We love knowing who's behind like the thing we're buying or the uh, like service we're investing in. So brand photography like really allows you to bring even more of your personality into your marketing and it opens your business up for more connection. And then on a more aesthetic note, uh, photography helps to like really make your brand or business shine and it ties all your other branding efforts together. Uh, So it provides consistency across like your website and any social channels uh, you may be running. And that consistency really results in like a look of professionalism and quality. Like you're showing your clients, look at all this work I'm putting into marketing my business and making sure that you know who I am and you know what I do and what I can offer you. And like the great thing about your brand photos too, is that we can do them in a way that incorporates your brand colors and very various aspects of your business in a way that's very cohesive. Plus when you do a brand session, it gives you like a ton of content for social media. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is the toughest part of social media is like coming up with all the content. So like having like a really, you know, like a variety of photos that represent you and your business is great just to share and to connect with people. I feel like when I started to get proper and professional photos done for my business is when my business actually grew significantly because in the past I was too scared to invest. And at the same time, when you first start your business, like it seems daunting to do a whole photo shoot. And so eventually in time, when I started getting comfortable with myself and comfortable with what I do and I was conquering self-doubt a bit better. That was when I started, you know, getting these branded photos done for myself. And that's when my business grew significantly because I felt like on top of those amazing points that you just made, it allowed me to show up as the expert in my field. And people could realize that I wasn't just some robot that keeps posting what I do in my services. No, there's an entrepreneur. There was a story. There were feelings behind this. I, you know, and... A part of me, which which I also post on my feed, which, oh my God, it is so difficult to post on Instagram and pr- try and plan out your content. <laughs> it really is. I try and break it up where I, you know, I post about my process, my actual feelings. Like, you know, we have creative block and I have no problem admitting that. I have no problem admitting when I'm having a rough week that I've cramped too much in one week because I'm a people pleaser. You know, there's things that we can post to stay on brand that aren't just always branded photos, but at the same time, these photos help us to put a face to our brand, like you were saying. And I love the fact that you also mentioned that when you get these branded photos done, it's not just always your face. Like you don't always need to be posting your face or you and your element. I mean, that's amazing. And it allows people to see that you're not just like a robot or a computer. But those shots that even that when you did my brand photo shoot of me just you know, for brewing up creativity, um, me on my phone with the podcast or writing down my notes. And that was something that really helped me plan out my content for social media and realize that's really important. And so to anybody who's, who's wondering, like, how do I even plan around photography and how, how do I utilize that as a tool? That's how I've been using it. And over the last few months, like my accounts have grown significantly and the last thing I wanted to touch on before anything else was the fact that you did bring up brand photo shoots allow you to play around with color. Yes. And that's the whole 
fun part. I mean, I mean, I find branding fun, but some people might totally not. fun. <laughs> that's okay. I, yeah, I think it's so much fun. And the one thing that you did that not many photographers do, which is exactly why I wanted to have you on is because your process and how you do things is impeccable. Because when you asked me like, what are your brand colors? Here's this mood board that I would love to present you. I've looked up poses. I've looked up lifestyle shots I've looked up all and when you presented that to me and you were asking me these detailed questions even about like my brand adjectives like I've never had somebody ask that from me I've asked that from clients but when it came to a photo shoot and you sent me all of this I thought oh my god she's (laughs) she's the one she is the best brand photographer ever (laughs) like you the fact that you asked me that and you were looking into all like the little things to make sure that my brand was speaking volumes to like my ideal client because you asked me about that too that for me was the moment I realized that you are an amazing brand photographer so I guess that's why I was so curious like when you decided to like specialize in it and how important do you find it because it shows in your work Thank you so much. That's so kind of you. And I feel like you have a a similar process too, where you just really try to understand your client and like the project is about the client, right? Like you want to help show them in a way that makes them feel empowered and, and that makes them feel seen. And I really like what you said about like your photos show your story and your feelings. Like when you are creating a product or service, like you are not just you know you're not just your product or your service there's like so many things that kind of like play into that and there's a history there and you can really show that through through your you know your brand photos I think that's so special to share with your audience and your clients yeah it's so true like everybody has a story and a history behind everything and that's why when we we found the space that we shot in I thought oh my god like this shows exactly how I want to captivate the fact that this podcast for me feels, you know, authentic. It feels natural. It feels calming. And when you sent me this, you know, the space that we shot in, I thought, oh my God, that's it. Don't even, no questions asked. Let's go. And I think, <laughs> I, I think you remember that moment too. Cause I, um, <laughs> everything yeah. else just kind of faded. I'm like, no, this is the one. And I showed everybody that. So that also helped amplify the consistency in my branding too, because every time I post one of your photos, I feel like it just all fits together. And it's so, it just, I don't know how to explain this in like the weirdest of terms, but my OCD just like is screaming of happiness and joy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Location plays such a big part too. And like, yeah, I thought that space suited you so perfectly, especially that like kind of cozy vibe. Like we got that in that location. And that is like an important thing to think about in your brand photos because you want to, one, feel comfortable in the space. We also want to be like it to be reflective of, like what your brand or business is. So finding like, like really nailing the location is always so exciting. Right. And I mean, I could talk on this for hours. Like let's, let's be real. I love talking yeah. about <laughs> branding and all that fun stuff, but I'm realizing that, you know, not everybody can afford a brand photographer. And that's kind of why I brought up in the beginning that, it felt daunting. It felt really daunting. And I didn't know whether it was the investment for me. And I realized now that that was kind of like self-doubt sinking in and me also feeling awkward. Like, oh, I, I don't even know how to pose. I don't know how to do anything. So I guess I thought one of the best questions that I could ask you to help others because photography is so key in the Instagram world right now. Mm-hmm. What are some tips 
you could offer to those who can't afford a photographer and want to start their own first? Yeah, I love this question. I think first and foremost, like just make sure you're showing up in some of your photos. Like we talked about, connection is so important to your clients. It's more important to them than perfect images. So if you can't capture like professional images, it is not, you know, a huge deal. You can totally uh, create images that are reflective of you and your business. So if you're doing your own photos, just show up in some of them and be yourself and show who you are in them. But to make your photos look consistent, I would say one, like take all your photos in the same lighting if you can. So you can do this by just like choosing a time of day, like your lunch hour to take your photos. And then you make sure that the lighting is consistent in all your images. And you can just take advantage of beautiful natural light by situating yourself near a window. You do not need like a crazy lighting setup natural light coming in through a window is perfect and it also works if you're taking photos of like a product and you just want to kind of set your product up on a table near a window just to get some of that beautiful natural lighting I would also say again incorporate some of your brand colors in your photo it doesn't have to be anything crazy it can be like you have some pink in your branding so you're holding like a pink coffee mug or something like that this really helps to carry your branding throughout all your marketing and it helps you like achieve more consistency in a, in a way that's pretty easy to do. I would also say that you should show a variety of images. So like they shouldn't just all be your product, but you can do like some of you, some of your product or service, some behind the scenes shots. If you're creating these for your website, that really helps to like paint a well-rounded photo or like picture of what you do and what you offer. But if you're also using it for social media, like it's a really good way to kind of have, have themes that you tap into when you're taking photos and you can recycle those same themes um, and types of images and it, like create a very consistent looking feed. And then like probably my last like big tip is to use the same like preset or filter for all your photos. This will just really keep things cohesive. It gives like the same kind of like look and tone to everything. Uh, so if you're like new to photo editing, I would recommend the Color Story app, which I love. Um, it has really easy to use editing tools and like lovely pre-made filters that you can use and kind of tweak to your liking. Or if you're like a little more advanced with the editing and you kind of want to dig a little deeper, you can try using um, the mobile app for Lightroom um, where you can kind of create your own presets and just like really fine tune your photo editing. But I don't even think that's necessary. You can honestly just pick like the same kind of filter and like carry it throughout all your photos. And then everything looks nice and consistent. I used to struggle big time on that. And you know, it's funny. I I was like, I wonder if she's going to discuss filters because that was my biggest struggle. And then you did. Yeah. And then you even recommended apps. So I'm like, oh, perfect. I don't even have to ask that. Because um, <laughs> that was my biggest struggle before I invested in brand photography. I was constantly using different filters and I'm like, oh, this feels warm. And then I post that. And then the next week I decide to post another picture of myself. I'm like, but this feels warm too. And they were two different filters. I thought they felt warm, but then when I looked at them side by side, I thought, oh my God, these are so different. This looks absolutely horrid. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was hard for me. It is totally tough. And like another good, sorry, just like on that note, I don't want to like cut you off. But um, if you are like unsure, if your photos, like the editing styles kind of match, you can like play around with them in like a an Instagram scheduling app. Yes, it's so smart. And it saved me. It saved so much time. And like, obviously, I have hundreds of photos from you. So I'm like, okay, which one do I post now? And how do I write my caption for this? And how do I match it up with like a quote? And how do I match it up with a behind the scenes? Yeah. And it's just made my life so much easier. 
But um, obviously now I'm just a bit more fortunate. I don't have to work with filters anymore because you just did that for me. But I love all of those facts. They were so important and they were things that I wish I knew when I was trying to do everything myself because I didn't have the funds just yet to make that you know, investment. So those were amazing pointers. Thank you so much. And yeah, no problem. I just wanted to ask you. Yes. What are some upcoming projects that we should be on the lookout for? Yeah. So uh, I have some existing clients who are making like changes to their businesses or have some like exciting projects on the horizon that I will be working with again, which I'm very thankful for. I have some repeat clients and they're just wonderful. And I'm so thankful they keep coming back to me. And I also have some new to me clients and industries I have not worked in before. So I can't say what they are yet because we haven't shot together yet but I do like to post lots of sneak peeks uh, in my Instagram stories as sessions are happening so those can be found at Melissa Motiga photography on Instagram oh that was my next question where can everybody find you online (laughs) yeah (laughs) so right there Melissa Motiga photography on Instagram and Facebook or my website is just melissamotika.com I'm so excited to keep my eye out for those and I just want to like, thank you so much for joining me, but I guess I just realized, like, I just want to ask you one last thing, if you don't mind. Yes, totally. What's your favorite part about your job? (laughs) Okay. I have two, you know, have fun with my clients during our sessions. Um, I get to meet so many amazing people and I really get to know my clients more intimately uh, during a session than I might in another setting. Like, obviously, I get to learn about their businesses and, and what they do and what they're passionate about. But we also just get to chat about, like, other cities they've lived in or places they've traveled to, their hobbies and their families. And I've become friends with many of my clients. And I just feel very lucky for that. And I felt like that with you after a session, Danielle. Like, I feel like when I look back on it, the photo part kind of, like, is a blur. But I just remember us, like, chatting together the whole time about just, like, anything. Yeah, it was so much fun. So I just, I really, really love that part of my job. It is so awesome. Um, And then another favorite part for me is when my clients tell me they feel empowered in their photos. So my goal is to help my clients feel their absolute best and truly celebrate them and celebrate their work. And when they see their photos and they recognize and see their strength in them, that just makes me very happy and happy for them that they have some brand images that really reflect who they are. That made me so happy to hear. And I'm so glad that that was the last question that I asked you. To anyone who can't tell, I can't recommend Melissa enough. I remember the night before, and I've never been this excited for a shoot, but I also think it was just the fact that you did so much research into what I do and how to best reflect that and the location. But I remember the night before, I was so excited. And the day came. And then afterwards, as soon as we were done, I was so happy. I was telling everybody I feel like I'm about to have the best photographs ever. Like, I feel like these are about to look amazing. And then the fact that your turnaround time was so fast, I was like, oh my God, how how the heck did this girl even sleep? But then when I saw all of them, like I, even to this day, going through them, I have the hardest time picking the photo that I want to post that day or plan out in the next week. So I like, I can't recommend you enough. And it just like shows in your, like with how passionate you're so passionate about what you do. And clearly the favorite part of your jobs, you know, of your job, it's so inspiring too. So I'm, I'm just so happy to have, you know, with you, especially when you reached out to rebrand. I never thought. Oh, me too. 
Likewise. I never thought that <laughs> we would end up, you know, meeting up. I mean, if COVID wasn't a thing, then I'm sure we would have grabbed a coffee because I know you're a coffee lover like me. But yeah, I'm just thankful to have crossed paths and I'm really happy to have you on. This was a really great episode. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And I just like appreciate you uh, as a creative and now as a friend. And I can't wait to like do more work together in the future. And hopefully, yeah, once COVID's done, we can like grab a coffee in like a little cute cafe and just like chat. <laughs> uh, that'd be so nice. Unfortunately, I drank like three coffees today. So I don't have one during this <laughs> moment. But I mean, in the future, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much, Danielle. Thank you for listening into Brewing Up Creativity. If you're interested in being on the podcast series, please reach out via email to brewingupcreativity at gmail.com or direct message on Instagram at brewingupcreativity.